Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to Believe in Softball. I'm your host, Jenna Becerra, and here it is. We officially made it to another season finale of Believe in Softball. This is our 33rd episode of season two and our 73rd episode overall since starting the show back in February 2020, right before the pandemic hit last year. It's crazy to think about. Now here we are, wrapping up season two, just all the softball, all the news updates, all the foul tips of the week, all of the amazing guests that have shared their stories, players, alums, coaches, media, and most importantly, listeners like you. You've all helped make it happen, and thank you, truly. Stay tuned for season three in 2022. And in the meantime, some reminders for ways to keep up with the show. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Believe in Softball. That's B-L-E-A-V. Subscribe to Believe in Softball on YouTube and actually watch the episodes too. All right, let's go through today's order. First, we'll cover our bases, give you some news and updates as usual. Then we're going to head into, instead of an interview, it's all about Safer Out today. So we're going to look back at this season and play the greatest hits from the Safer Out segment. Now, as you know, with every guest that comes on the show, I wrap up our conversation with this segment, Safer Out. It's a little game, basically, where I bring up different topics, and if they like it or they agree with it, they call it safe. If they don't like it or agree with it, they call it out. And we've covered all kinds of things, from rules to game day style to media to just random things, including, yes, bat flips. Everyone has answered this one this season, but really it could be anything. And it's just getting their gut reactions to all things softball and beyond. So we've compiled some of the top safer out conversations with guests from throughout the season. And it's just always fun to get some hot takes. And it only makes sense to wrap up the season again, the way that we wrap up every episode. Then after that, we'll head into the foul tip of the week where we share tips to help us get better. All right, let's do it. Covering our bases. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Again, shout out to Stanford. They beat the Ducks. I'm looking forward to the rest of this Pac-12 conference season. Again, shameless plug. But with a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. And when I look back on this year, of softball. Just a year in review for 2021. There are so many things that come to mind. We talked about this last week that we had college, we had the Olympics this year, and we had pro softball too with Athletes Unlimited. We had a little bit of everything. And each thing was really cool and really special this season. For college, if we go back to February, the beginning of 2021 softball, The word that comes to mind is just explosive. The pandemic forced us to miss out on some big national preseason tournaments that we're used to, like the St. Pete Clearwater one in Florida, Marinette or Judy Garman in SoCal, Kajikawa in Arizona. Like these are big time matchups and travel tournaments that we're used to seeing. We didn't get to, but we saw a lot of resiliency and gratitude to be back on the field. And I think college softball came back with a vengeance this year. And it culminated into just one of the best women's college world series that we have ever seen. Not exaggerating, I don't think either. It was a historic Oklahoma team with a generational offense that we got to witness, not just in the world series, but the entire season. Then you had things like inspiration from Odyssey Alexander and JMU, just putting mid-majors on the map truly with their run all season, but especially in the postseason. Viewership was through the roof. 
And also, we've been asking for more. We've been pushing the limits a little bit, more from the NCAA, more from the selection committee. Pac-12 coaches were asking for more from their conference, right? Like, we're performing, but we're also pushing ourselves and demanding for more. And then you look at the Olympics. To me, the theme here was really just emotion. It was emotional, and it was epic, really. We did it. We came back to the biggest stage. We waited 13 years for it. It was a ton of buildup for just one week after all this time. Each team only played five or six games, but it meant everything. And there was so much history being made. Mexico with their first Olympic Games for softball. Softball Canada's first medal ever. Yukiko Ueno in Japan repeating with the gold medal. So much just packed in to this one week. And it was such a mix of lasts and firsts also. Legends, and I mean legends, playing for the last time ever before retirement. Newbies experiencing their first Olympics ever. It just truly is the pinnacle of sport, and we were there. And then you look at pro softball, and this is really highlighted by Athletes Unlimited this year. To me, the theme is that it was energizing. It was last year in 2020. It was the breath of fresh air that we all needed. But it was great in 2021 in season two as well. Players were thriving just from their performance on the field to their creativity with their teams, their relationship building, and their impact off the field. I've said it before, it's that college energy that we love with that passion and pro-level play on the field as well. It's just such a great combination. The fans were huge as well, got to have crowds in person, but also the engagement through the TV, viewership, and the app itself for Athletes Unlimited, lots of stuff going on digitally. Just a good, good job by them to engage fans in this way. And it just felt like a legit professional experience. It's always had hitting, but pitching really stepped up. And defense really shined too, even more so, I think, than season one. High quality competition. It just had all the parts to it. And it built up to this beautiful passing of the torch from Kat Osterman to Alicia Ocasio and everything that that represents. And with that, I think that that's a little bit emblematic of the turning point that we're seeing in softball right now. In a lot of ways, it feels like the end of one era and the beginning of another era. And the question that pops into my mind is, who's going to emerge in this new era? When you think about the pro and international scene, you know, USA's Kat Osterman, Canada's Daniel Laurie, Australia's Stacey Porter, Japan's Yukiko Ueno, all of them who led all of their teams at the Olympics, all of them were a part of that 2008 Olympics generation that really stuck around and fought to come back. Some retired, some stayed, but they all ended up back for Tokyo. Now, if you think about this group, though, a lot of them, Kat, Danielle, Stacy, even Jen Salling and several other softball Canada people, leaders from that generation of softball are retiring. So who is going to step up into the roles that they vacated. And even at the college level as well, for a while now, and I do mean a while, like more than four years, we got to have Rachel Garcia really be the face of college softball, that two-way player. And even sort of the representation of defense and that human highlight reel that is Sis Bates. Then again, Odyssey Alexander really being that inspirational mid-major representation. All of these people are moving on from their collegiate careers now. So who will fill those shoes or who's going to create their own shoes better yet? Because in some ways it's like, you can't help but feel like, well, there's never going to be another Kat Osterman, right? Will there ever be a Rachel Garcia? But we're not asking for another Kat. We're not asking for another Rachel. What we're asking for is somebody who plays that big and who makes that big of an impact. They can, and they should do it in their own way, but who can do that much for the sport? And I have faith that we have the talent for that. We have the people to emerge and to step up in this new era at all these levels, college, pro, international. And I'm excited to see who does it and how they do it. And that brings me to what's next. What's next for every part of softball? In college, really, fall ball is happening right now. And I've talked about it a lot. Our guests that we've had on have talked about it a lot. Fall ball is hugely important for a team's development. This is part of the grind that gets you to Oklahoma City. This is it. It's, it's that time you spend by yourself over the summer, but with your team in the fall, it's huge. And then you have signing day coming up. So it's all about the next class to join the ranks. 
for college softball and travel ball. That's where they're coming from. That's where they're at right now. And it never really sleeps the tournaments and the showcases to capture that next wave of talent. And really, if we're looking at the 2022 season and beyond with name image likeness, the women's college world series expansion, the conference shakeups and the realignments we're seeing that are happening and in motion, we're still feeling the effects of extended eligibility after 2020 as well. So the game is just evolving. And with the Olympics, we can celebrate that we got there. We finally got back after three cycles, right? But now we have work to do. We're not in Paris 2024, but this isn't the first time that we've been taken out of the Olympics, right? We got back in once, we fought for it once, we can do it again. The dream is still alive. That's what Jen Salling said when she came on the show. She talked about this, how she and her generation are an example of how to grind and get through it and commit. And again, three Olympic cycles that they had to wait for, but they did it. And we have an opportunity now in LA 2028 and Brisbane 2032 with these softball countries, these host countries. So when we do get back in, let's stay in for more than one cycle, right? That's the next goal. And of course, some great news that came out recently is that there is a new pro league in town. So not only do we have what's next for Athletes Unlimited, which we've talked about at length, how it's going this season, last season, and the excitement for what's ahead, but we have a new pro league as well. It's the Women's Professional Fast Pitch League. Coming in 2022, the commissioner has been named Lauren Chamberlain. She says herself and describes herself as a player's commissioner. She's going to utilize that perspective to drive the decisions that she makes for the league. And the season is, is to be played June 15th to August 15th. So let's kind of get into these logistics. They plan to play in existing softball markets. So it's going to be a mobile model, different than AU, for example, where it's all in Chicago. The HQ, the headquarters, are in Oklahoma City, but the teams will be nationwide. And the way it works is that athletes are going to enter into a player pool. So they're going to be free agents and they can sign with a team. And they're also going to have a WPF collegiate draft, which was really fun with AU. It used to be really fun with the MPF as well. So I'm excited for that too. The players have to be over 21 or have finished their college eligibility to be able to do this. So athletes, anyone listening, email info at wprofastpitch.com for more information on how to join that player pool if you're interested. And thoughts on this, I love the concept of hashtag protect her dream. That was the tagline. Protect her dream. That feels spot on to me. The dream felt a little bit lost with the NPF shutdown when they shut down operations. Because for 17 years, that was the main stage and the main way for players to go pro in the U.S. Too many young girls, me included, honestly, have a dream to keep playing. But then as women, it just becomes less realistic to make a real living out of that. So they pivot. And I'm glad to see also that this doesn't overlap with Athletes Unlimited. They will actually complement each other the way the schedule works right now. And that's the way it was intended to be with the MPF initially when AU launched. Because we want to build and help each other not cannibalize, right? That's the point. We need to be more united as a softball community. And this also means that we're going to basically go straight from the Women's College World Series to this pro league and then to Athletes Unlimited with only a week or so in between the seasons. It's year-round softball, baby. Let's go. Like, I'm all about this. And because we can't have the Olympics every year, right, to fill in that sort of summer ball part of the softball world, but we're going to have more pro softball, which is awesome. And other retired players have been really excited to see one of their own, like Lauren Chamberlain, in this kind of position with this league. You know, Natasha Watley posted support on social media, so did Jen Salling. And I think it's just because they've been there. When you've walked a path, you just get it. There's that next level of just understanding what it's all about. And I think it's a trend in pro softball and actually just in pro sports in general, especially for women, where athletes are starting to take their power back. There are player-led leagues like Athletes Unlimited, even with soccer and gymnastics. There are movements, changes happening. And in a way, this might be kind of in line with that. And I think there's a lot more to learn about this league, and I'm excited to see it. So lots to come next as we move forward. And at the end of the day, a lot of these things mean more softball, more opportunity, more girls and women getting to do this. I'm in. That's all it takes for me. <laughs> That's all I need to know. 
And every single guest on our show has been all about this as well. I love hearing their hot takes during the Save Her Out segment. It's one of my favorite parts of the show. And there were tons of great ones this season. So we're going to run it back a little bit. We have a bunch lined up for you. So let's check out what we got. Sherry Kemp, Senior Director at Athletes Unlimited, former NPF Commissioner, broadcaster. Having multiple pro softball leagues in the U.S., safe or out? Safe. I think we all knew that based on our conversation, but <laughs> just wanted the confirmation. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, with that being said, too, working together with international pro softball leagues or learning from each other, safe or out? Safe. Yeah. Is that something that you, got, you have done in depth yet to this point, or is that something that Athletes Unlimited is going to do or anything like that? Uh, you know, I've said, said it for years. Actually, I, I was criticized a lot when we brought China into the league. Um, and here's what I said. If you don't care about softball on a global scale, then you don't really care about softball. Yeah. Because that's the security in the Olympics, is if a whole bunch of people can play. Not if, if the United States is super good at right. it. So, um, and I think, you know, again, that's holding your hands out. But, um, but I think... Uh, I think we should all care about making sure we want as many little girls to dream about playing softball and to want to sleep with their glove as we can possibly get, right? We don't care if it's just Americans. That's a, that's very short-sighted. Yeah. Completely agree. Completely agree. All right. Well, so a couple of safes then so far. Yes. The last one is, and this is a little bit of a loaded one, but bat flips. Safer. Safe. Say, all right. I love a bat flip. Listen, I got to tell you this. So uh, Sam Shaw, in in the year that she was, uh, you know, at Oklahoma State and became popular for the bat flip, uh, I just kept hoping that I would get a game and be able to see it in person. And I'm not that person. Like I can go in downtown Nashville and see Dolly Parton or Reba McIntyre and not get super crazy. I can just go about my life. Um, I don't have to run up to them. But I seriously want, I I just, I like, I like that. I like the show of excelling for, you know, some people right now are rolling their eyes going, of course you do. but I, I love the moments. And so when she started that, and there was, it was so controversial and so many great yeah. players saying, act like you've been there and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I was kind of, you know, let's see the <laughs> next one, you know? So anyway, I did get to go to Oklahoma State and I did get to see her bat flip in person. And I, I did hit my uh, uh, mute button and kind of give it a fist pump because it was a lot of fun. It is. And, you know, I've asked a lot of people this because like you said, it's controversial. So I I like to know, you know, what people think. Most of the pitchers, of course, are like out, you know, right away. (laughs) The hitters are more open. But sometimes even like Kat and Danielle Laurie said they're like, I I understand, like they've both talked to Sam Shaw about it too. And like, they understand it more. Like she's like, well, I only do it when I really feel that like it's authentic. I'm not like doing it for a, a show. You know, it's like, if it was a really big moment, like, and I just feel it, that's just my passion coming out, but it's not something like, you know, it's not forced. And they both told her, I think they both are also like, well, I would, you know, expect one in the ribs in the next at bat kind of thing. (laughs) But you know, that's the game at the same time. Like that's the game. So I appreciate that. (laughs) Mike Candrea, Hall of Fame coach, eight time national champion at Arizona, legendary Team USA Olympic leader, father of softball giving a green light on a 3-0 count safer out safe safe i like it i wasn't i didn't know what you were going to say yeah. actually yeah and of course it would depend on the hitter yeah um but um i think many a times uh, i like that i mean I, I i give the green i in fact they, they've got a green light unless i give them a take so we kind of go okay. the opposite yeah see i like that because i don't I guess something I don't like about the game is doing something just because, right? you know, like, oh, well, we just automatically do this. And then, but, you know, things are so situational that, okay. It's situational and every hitter's different. And right. Discipline of hitters are different. 
Now, if I give you uh, the, the green light, you know, five times and you swing at bad pitches, probably you're going to be getting a take. But Sure. And but, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> so I think I think against good pitching, too, that's sometimes the best pitch you're going to see. Right. Exactly. So. Exactly. It seems seems like it would it would just hurt to to miss that opportunity right. if you could. Okay, cool. I like that answer. Okay. <laughs> um, second one is giving your, you know, middle of the order hitters the sacrifice bunt versus letting them hit away less than two outs. Um, out. Out. Out, okay. Yeah, I, I, I probably, um, it would be very rare that I have a three, four, or five hitter laying down a sacrifice bunt. Yep. But it could happen. So we're going to prepare that they can bunt. Right. Yeah. They have to, well, yes, of course. They have it to be happen. able to do it. But I, like, okay. I think that's one thing that's changed back in the early days. If we leadoff hitter got on, we would be bunting. Right. Almost. Yeah, the number number two hitter in general has is very different. You know, when you got Bailey Hemphill, yeah, hitting number two. I mean, it's very different than what what it used to. Or we had Palomino leading off for a few years. Yep, exactly. So that that's yeah, that's really interesting. Okay, cool. All right, last one for you is bat flips safer out. Out. Had a feeling. You're the you hand. To, you do handshakes, right? When they're coming uh, around third, it's the handshake. Yeah, you have to honor the game. I don't know. I, I'm. That's probably me, in the way I played the game. Um, you did your bat. You're you're talking with the bat and the glove, um, but at the end of the day, you honor the game, and there's a right way to play the game. And there's I never want to show up anyone. Um, the difference in softball and baseball. If you in baseball, you show someone up, you're probably gonna get a ball in your ear and. And softball, you don't see that, you know. Yeah. A lot of times, pitchers aren't hitting. So, true. No, I, I think that's probably just my demeanor. Is I, 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 I want to be classy at what yeah. I do, and I think a bat flip, depending on how you do it. I mean, depending on the moment. Right. Um, if you're not showing someone up, I don't really care. Yeah. But if you're going to show someone up, not good. No, I completely agree. It wasn't my, like the most I would do when I hit a home run was like maybe a fist pump. You know, <laughs> it just wasn't yeah. my, well, my that's, okay. that's personality. I mean, um, you remember when the Dodgers and um, Kurt Gibson hit that home run, he's going around the bases. Kind of <laughs> I thought that was a classy moment, you know I mean? But that was a game winner. Right. You know, World Series. It's a little different emotions than when you, you know, you're in the second game of a conference series, and right. I think and if that it's stuff like, will come back to haunt you. Right, the game knows. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. That's for sure. All right. Well, thank you so much, Coach. I, I have to say, um, so many people also were talking about how you've indirectly impacted a lot of people as well, and I just want to tell you that I would count myself among that group as somebody who watched Team USA play in the Olympics growing up to playing against you at Stanford and now even covering some of your games in the past couple of years with PAC 12, you know, I've definitely learned a ton just from observing you, let alone talking to you now. So thank you for everything you've done for the game and we'll continue to do Cause I know you're not totally done yet. Nope. 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 It's, it's been an honor. So I appreciate that. And that means a lot to me. Rachel Garcia, 2019 UCLA national champion, back to back national player of the year. Tokyo Olympian with Team USA. Ribbons or bows in your hair for game day? Safe or out? Out. I had a feeling, I was gonna say, I don't think I've seen her do that at all. I'm out too, what, why are you out on it? Uh, I, I just have a hard time. I mean, I wore it in high school to kind of buy into our team. But like when I was, when I got to college, I just didn't, I, I don't really like putting ribbon in my hair or like, cause it ties, like, I feel like my hair gets caught in it and I'm trying to take it out. It rips my hair. So I'm like, no. Um, I mean, there'll be some games where we wear ribbon um, for a cause. Um, I'll try to like tie it to my glove sometimes, or if it doesn't, I'll like tie it to the ponytail first, but before I put the ponytail in my hair. Um, but I just prefer not to wear a ribbon in my hair. 
Yeah. And, and if you are, Hey, if you have to change hairstyles in the middle of the game, because like of your superstition, then yeah, we don't need any barriers or blockers to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so second one is the designated player position. It's like an offense only position DH safe or out. Safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I was I, curious I, since you do both. Yeah, I was my freshman, my redshirt freshman year and sophomore year, I was, I was the DP. Um, and then 20 to so my junior year, then I started to play a little bit more first. Yeah, actually that, that was, I DP'd my freshman year too, and then ended up playing first, like later on in my career too. Mm-hmm. Something in common. Um, but I was curious just because, you know, there's like a whole debate in baseball, for example, because it's not a consistent, like across the AL and the NL, like the DH situation and like if pitchers are hitting, et cetera, obviously a little different in softball, but since you hit two, figured I'd ask, (laughs) but like people also forget that you can use the DP, not just for your pitcher. Like you can use that for anybody. So it's definitely useful. Yeah. Agree. (laughs) Okay. All right. So last one is bat flips, safe or out? I'm going to say out, but that's because that's not my personality. Um, But yeah, I mean, 100% like agree if people want to do it, but for me out. (laughs) Yeah. See, I always like asking pitchers, but then when you're like you, where it's like, no, 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 I'm on the other side of it too. Like you have opportunities to bat flip if you want to then I'm like really curious, like what side wins out. But I was going to say, I've never seen you have like a huge reaction necessarily. Like, again, you're like kind of like cool as a cucumber. But the one time I, I do remember off the top of my head is, is that home run you hit against Washington and like your like finger, like number one, like in the air running around the bases, but otherwise you're like very, very chill. Yeah. I would say like 2019, world series i probably had the most like expression ever in a game um and that's like even referring back to like prior years at the world series i feel like 2019 season i like or postseason i brought out more emotion than normal well it worked it did (laughs) but it's funny you say that because i i had um claire sua now she's Claire Sua Amundsen, Um, but she was actually my assistant coach at Stanford, but obviously like an awesome UCLA alum. And she was talking about when she was on the show, how she's the same way, like just doing like a little fist pump was like, whoa, Claire's like energetic today. Like she was just so like chill running around the bases, but also it's like easy when you hit as many home runs as she did to be fair. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Amanda Scarborough. ESPN analyst, Texas A&M two-time All-American, pitching instructor. Intentional walks, safer out. Safe. Okay, I was curious because sometimes pitchers, I don't know. I just didn't know. Yeah, I'm thinking bigger for the strategy of the game and how it seemed to really work this year as a pitcher. I want to feel like I can get everybody out, but um, I want to think like bigger picture and not egotistically about that. So safe, yeah. That's a good point, egotistically, because I was thinking, well, sometimes you just want to compete, you know, you just want to get after it, but you're right, like, it also isn't about the ego, so great point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm always curious with pitchers, because sometimes, you know, I don't know. Definitely, yeah. Okay. All right, so that was the first one. Second one, um, the RPI system, safer out. Out, but I don't know what is safer in. (laughs) Right. Like, okay, yeah, so we know maybe this could be better, but we're not sure what the answer is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think I agree with that. RPI, a different way to do RPI and taking away the geographical restrictions that we have that I feel like holds a lot of things back even more. So combination. Yes, totally agree. Like there has to be some sort of system, I think, or some sort of like measurement or something. Yeah, we clearly need to, you know, iterate on this. Yeah. Okay. I agree with you so far. <laughs> okay. Last one is bat flips. Safer out. Uh, safe. Yeah. 
Most pitchers are like out immediately, but I had a feeling like from the broadcast side and everything that you might, you might say safe. I know. And I hit too. It's not something that I would do, but it's just something that I've learned. I I just like it. I like, I I like what it brings to the game. Um, and just being you, if that's what you feel like you want to do, like I'm all about choice and your, like your decision. Like if that is what represents you, then I'm all for it. And if it doesn't like me, then nobody's saying that you have to do it. So yeah, um, yeah I'd say safe. Yeah. I think that's a totally fair answer. And also you're my favorite type of person to ask, like a pitcher who hit, yeah. hit pitch, <laughs> however you want to say it, you know, because it's yeah. like, you get it from both sides. So what do you think? You know, yeah, for sure. Lauren Hager, two-time NCAA national champion at Florida, 2015 national player of the year, travel ball coach. Okay, so pitcher only, like pitchers who only pitch, safe or out? Safe. We need them. Yeah. I had a feeling they're, you were going to say special. that. They're special. They're special. I, I think their job is really cool, and it's hard. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun, to be honest. But I couldn't just do one. So safe, for sure safe. It is special. Like, I love that saying, like, there's a reason there's a circle around the pitcher, right? Because there's just, yeah, I think you have to be a little bit crazy, like got a little bit of crazy in there to be able to do it. I've never met a PO that's like, not a little bit crazy, right? (laughs) or a little bit quirky, or a little bit, you know, their own person. Yeah. You know, they're special. They're super special. They're really good at what they do. Oh, my gosh. That's a good point, too, because they do bring, like, a good personality to, like, the team culture because they are, they, like, might mar- march to the beat of their own drum, like, they're quirky, but they're themselves, you know, it is, like, a good a good vibe to have. Right. And their job is really hard. Oh, yeah. There would be, like, there's a reason why there's only a few POs on every team is because their job is hard. Yeah. Um, and so... People like kind of, I not like ride them off, but it's like, oh, well, you only pitch. Well, it's freaking hard. You do it, you know, yeah. it's hard. So their job is important. So safe for sure. Well, yeah. And it's like kickers and football only kick. And like, so then not only that, it's like kicking and then there's like punters and then there's like, you know, I don't know. I feel like pitchers are doing more than that. No offense to those football players, but. No, but like a kicker, like you are the biggest hero or the worst player on the team in any game that you're in. Like, it doesn't matter what happened throughout the game. If you miss a kick in the biggest situation, you're the worst. Everybody hates you. If you make the kick, you're the hero of the game. After that whole game has already been played of all these people, like everything like goes back to like you. And I feel like that is the perfect comparison for like how a pitcher is, to be honest. hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, cool. So safe. Safe. Second one is parents coaching their kids' travel ball teams. Safe or out? Safe. I, because I don't want to write them all out because I think there's a way to do it. I think it obviously takes a special parent to be able to do it. I don't feel like for every single person, it's in their best interest or what they should do. But I do, I don't see the problem with it if it can be done right. 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 If there's boundaries set, if there's respect level set, if there is a conscious effort from both parent and child to make sure that if anybody is watching the game, they have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I've seen it. It happens on my team, like would have no idea. Um, and that's the coolest thing ever. I think it can totally be done. Yeah. So safe. Great point. Not whether or not to do it, but how it's done. That's more important. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. A couple of safes. So I think we're like hitting Lauren right now. It seems like. Hitting Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> True. But the last one is, speaking of hitting Lauren, bat flips. Safer out. Out. Okay. So now we're seeing pitching Lauren a little bit. I say out uh, only because and I, I think maybe like I'm a little bit of an old person, maybe in this situation, like I'm not quite old, but I'm not quite young anymore. So I'm like right in between. I feel that is God forbid the ball doesn't go out. Number one, 
I would never have had the guts to do that because what if it didn't go? Even when you know it's going to go, like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the other thing too is I love when people can just act like they've done it forever. Mm. I think that sends way more of a message um, than I get, I'm emotional. I'm an emotional player. I get really excited after a big strikeout. Time and place, I think, has a big part to do with it. If it's the second inning, it's not as cool. If it's the bottom of the seventh in the national championship game, way cooler. Yeah. All home runs aren't created equal. Oh, a thousand percent. Not all strikeouts are created equal either. Exactly. So, like, time and place, but there's not a lot of times where that's actually, I think, fully necessary. Yeah. And... Ugh, I just, I just think that we can be, do better of just respecting each other more. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, pr- I pretty much agree with everything you said. Yeah, that's my style out. as well. Okay, so that's I the just, I want to hit a home run and be like, "Yep, I've done this before." Right? I don't know. <laughs> it is kind of a flex. You're right. Just to be like casual yeah. about it. <laughs> yes, I think that's more of a flex. Yeah. To be honest, is if you just act, you're unbothered. Yeah, mm, unbothered. There it is, full circle. I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe that should be my podcast name. Oh my god, we just did oh, it. There probably already is one like that. There probably is one like that. Whatever, but it, it's not probably unbothered with Lauren because that's we can make this that. This is happen. true. <laughs> this is true. I will subscribe. <laughs> so, thanks. <laughs> my first subscriber, everybody. Yep, right here. Breaking news. <laughs> Melissa Inouye, Fordham softball head coach, 2019 Atlantic 10 coach of the year, UNLV alum. The saying that defense wins championships, safe or out? Safe. That's definitely what I, what I preach and what I agree with. I think I saw too, like even in other interviews and and articles that you're all about defense, which I appreciate. (laughs) <laughs> it's probably because I wasn't a good header, Jenna. <laughs> I was a better defender. <laughs> well, but it, <laughs> maybe, but like for me, you know, sometimes people are put in the lineup because they can hit and that, and that makes sense, right? You need offensive production, but there might be something lacking defensively. And then that ends if someone makes an error or someone's like kind of not making a heads up play that hurts too. Maybe you give up that run. Right. So there, mm-hmm. I think the well-roundedness and I think, and in some ways, defense is not quite as sharp maybe as it used to be um, mm-hmm. in general uh, in college softball. So I appreciate your focus on it. <laughs> I'm probably one of the few these days, you know, everyone's all about the long ball, which I like the long ball, but I still think, you know, good defensive pitching will win you uh, more championships. Yeah. I, I like it. Let's, you know, let's win a ball game like three to one instead of like 10 to seven. Right. You know, like <laughs> that would be better softball. Most likely. <laughs> yeah. Watch our scores be 10 to seven this year. <laughs> I know. I know. Now I jinxed it. So that's I'm on kidding, me. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's the first one. Okay. So now staying in the coaching box, like if you're coaching third base, staying within those lines, safer out. Uh, out, I never stay in the lines. <laughs> I'm actually told quite a bit to stay in the third base box. I'm a roamer. If you were to come to a game, I, I pretty much don't stay in the third base box. I'll be I'll be in the dugout on the hole till I get a warning or until I get the eye from the umpire to kind of shoo back. Um, this year, I'll probably have to, or I might go all the way down third base line if I can see a sign or whatever. But yeah, <laughs> out for sure. I don't stay in that box. <laughs> sometimes I feel like most coaches don't like who actually yeah. doesn't move you know so it's like why why are we pretending like this is a real thing you know <laughs> like, in some ways it's like why do we have this I agree <laughs> oh well, that's awesome Natasha Watley two-time Team USA Olympian UCLA Hall of Famer and national champion nonprofit founder shorts in the uniform like the way you guys used to have it in the past couple Olympics instead of pants, <laughs> safe or out? Oh gosh, that's a tough one. Safe. It's a summer Olympics. <laughs> fair. I want to. That's fair. My only thing is the tan lines were crazy. Yeah. And I mean, sliding obviously is much easier in pants and all the things, but you know, I like the, I like the vintage look. So I'm going to go with safe. That's completely fair. I mean, you, you won 
doing that. So <laughs> you're allowed to say safe. <laughs> but I had to ask. I had to because come on. I love it. Oh, man. Um, having slightly different international rules, like on the pitching mound or like the international tiebreaker rule, things like that versus college, like having different rules, safer out. Oh, this is a tough one. Um, I want to say out because I think it would be nice to have some consistency in the rules with the collegiate game and in, in, in international having the collegiate game mirror because it is kind of like some weird funky things once you go to international it's like you got to keep your foot in the batter's box and like just I don't know I mean I guess some can argue it's different level so you know just accept the rules or whatnot but um one thing I did enjoy about playing in the Japan Pro League is that they adopted the international rules and so all of those mm-hmm. athletes that are playing I mean it's like second nature for them there's the you know the time clock on the pitching um for the pitch to to be thrown there's a um pitch clock um and they follow that um in the pro league and so all those athletes it's like ingrained in them and so it's second nature when they get um the call up to play on the national team um they've already been doing it so it's not so much a shock for them um so i wish that there was some consistency that we mirrored um international game and collegiately i completely agree i think you made a great point too in terms of international and pro also because We talk about how we want to build this pro league up, build a centralized pro league and then build it up. Consistency will help because if if it's familiar to fans, right? Like, yes, I think that's a great point. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. One safe one out. So we have like slapper Natasha and then we had like shortstop Natasha so far. (laughs) There you go. There you go. (laughs) So the last one, maybe the tiebreaker here is bat flips in international play. Safer out. I'm going to go with safe. Like, let's go. Like, totally not my game, but I wish it was my game. So, like, my inner Natasha, like, would love a bat flip. But I was just, like, my outer Natasha, you know, like, much more reserved. Um, probably wouldn't have done a bat flip, but I can appreciate a bat flip. Because, man, if you are hitting bomb, like, if I was Crystal Bustos and, like, had that ability to hit a bomb like that, like, my gosh, like, throw that thing up and like celebrate, like, let's go. Cause you did that, you know, she did that, you know? And so, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm all about safe. Like, I think like bringing that energy and that passion to the game, I think that's what the fans want to see and be a part of. I don't think of it as negative at all. Like, I mean, some people think it's disrespectful. I, I think it's, you know, a celebration and, there's a way to do things, you know, if you're, there's a way to do a bat flip and be respectful and like, just, you know, pump up your team. You know, it's like now if you're doing a bat flip and pointing at the pitcher, you know, there's, there's, there's ways to go about it. So I'm gonna go with safe. Right. Honestly, after I, I, like, it's same with you. Like it was never really part of my game. I also like, wasn't necessarily this big home run hitter. Like you said, like if I was Crystal Bustos, great, but but I used to kind of be like, oh, I don't know how I feel about it. And then when I saw Korean baseball, like, I don't know if you saw their bat flips that are just like, it's like art. I was like, wow. And so when I asked you an international play, I was like, well, I've seen it in international play, you know. But for softball, it's like, yeah, I'm always, I'm always curious. And I kind of had a feeling you were going to say safe only because I had a feeling. So you had two safes and an out. So it's like slapper Natasha is like kind of winning in this situation so I like to be safe I like to be safe so yeah I'm I'm here for it let's bring some more pizzazz to the game like we need it we're here for it yeah actually I just remembered too the first time we we chatted on the show that you I asked you like which way do you like to win better do you like to slap and get on base and be safe or would you rather like throw someone out, throw a slapper out, let's say from shortstop. And you, you were like, kind of like, oh, I'm not sure she's like, you were like, you know what? Slapping. Like, let's be honest. I like getting yeah. on base. So I was I like, know. I had a feeling. Yeah. I mean, the defense thing is like that consistent thing that I feel like, you know, is that the defense is like that consistent thing. Like you may, or you may not get a hit, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm still going with my, my slap hit, like pumping up my team getting the the game going and the momentum going. Yeah, I feel that. I like that energy. Anissa Ortez, 
Team Mexico shortstop, Tokyo Olympian, Athletes Unlimited Defensive Player of the Year, Utah alum. Having turf in the infield, like you do in AU, safe or out? Safe. Really? See, I asked Flippin' this, and you give me your reason, but she was like, actually, the hops are a little truer. I was like, oh, yeah. interesting. I like the true okay. hops. I don't want to deal with a rock and then, you know, it goes off your shoulder or something. But if totally. we are on Utah softball infield with the dirt, then, I mean, I would say out for sure. Because that's my favorite that field. field. Yes. Yeah. That's a good point, though. Like, I've played on some bad – like, we all have. Like, in, like, travel ball or rec ball or whatever growing up, like, some of the fields we played on have been terrible. College mm-hmm. is pretty solid. But, yeah, there are some, like, weird spots in the dirt that I guess you yeah. don't have to deal with. But it's also really slick. I don't know. I've never played on an uh, infield turf. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> that's why I'm asking. Yeah. I-, I think the hops are true, so that's why I would choose safe. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I guess I'm not surprised you and Flippin had a similar thought process. Like, makes sense. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Okay. All right. So that was the first one. Um, Talking to your opponent, like when they're on base. So for example, like if you were to talk to anyone, could be Chitty or Hannah Flippin or someone else, but like while they're on second base, let's say, and you're playing short, safe or out? I think it's safe. I think it's fine. I mean... People like to chit chat and, you know, I talked to some people in the Olympics while they're on base and it was, it wasn't a big deal. So I would say it's fine. And everyone talks to each other here in AU. So, I mean, people have full on conversations with each other, whether they're at first, second, third, at the plate, the catchers talk to the hitters. So, you know, (laughs) it's, it's all friendly. So I think, I think it's safe. I think you're right too, because I think it's, it's a, some level of like sportsmanship, but also you guys, like people are mic'd up constantly. So I guess what's Mm -hmm. the difference, you know, it's like literally there's so much access that like fans and viewers have to you guys that like, whatever, you might as well just talk to each other. Yeah. So I think it's, it's friendly. Definitely. So I would say safe. Yeah. Yeah. For the young ones out there, it's like as long as you stay focused. But I think that's goes without saying for like elite players. But like for the young ones listening, you know, yeah, yeah. chit chat. But yeah. then stay. I'm because I'm trying to now. I'm imagining like rec ball coaches being like, no, don't talk to your friends, you know. But <laughs> well, I would say in college, I wasn't a very chatty person with the opponent because I'm like, I want to beat you, but I didn't really know. Same. You know, like you don't really know who you're competing against in college. So I think it's different with professional because everyone knows each other somehow. So it's like, and we're, we're a little bit older. We're more mature. We're able to, you know, compartmentalize, like, let's have a conversation and then, okay, boom, let's get back to being focused. So I think the totally. different levels is what, where my answer will stand. Maybe in college, I would say out, but here professionally, I would say safe. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm on the same page. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Okay. So the last one is bat flips, safer out. <laughs> well, I feel like, I don't know. I don't hit enough home runs to like flip. I'm just so worried about, okay, let me get to second base. And then I'm like, oh shoot, it went over the, it went over the fence. So, <laughs> um, I mean, if you want a bat flip, I don't care. It's fine. I think it's safe. Because honestly, yeah. if you know it's over and you bat flip, okay, good for you. You you got all of the ball and good on you. So, um, but personally, I don't know if I would do it because I don't know. I always just like try to run it out and I don't think about like what I do after I like flip the bat away. I just like get it out and then I go. So it's for me, I don't think I would do it just because of that reason. Yeah. But if you want to bat flip, you can bat flip. I was more like you too, but you know, Chitty hits a lot of home runs, but I don't really, I feel like she's just immediately breaks out into a smile and then runs the bases. I don't know if I've ever seen her bat yeah. flip. Now I, think of it. I don't think it like, I don't think she's focused on the bat flip because I know how her brain yeah. works. I think she's more so focused on how good her sequencing was. And she goes back and she'll rewatch all of her videos and where the pitch was at and the way she loaded and just different things like that. And she's like, wow, look at my separation, like things like that. So she's not more so worried about like looking cool. She's just worried about her craft, which I mean, it's not a bad thing. 
that's that's how probably better so funny yeah <laughs> yeah i love that though that's that's very like wholesome you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> victoria hayward softball canada captain olympic bronze medalist founding athletes unlimited player san diego state assistant coach stealing picks in the draft safer out safe <laughs> i knew it i love it because it's not really stealing right like it's like okay you might know someone else wants them but like oh well right ah okay gotta leverage the draft order all's fair in drafting and war yeah <laughs> it's what it is out here gotta compete safe absolutely okay love that love the the easy call too amazing Okay, so second one is playing on a converted baseball field like you did in the Olympics. Safe or out? Safe. Safe. I've been hearing that. Like so many people were, you probably saw this, like so many people were complaining about it, like and really upset Mm -hmm. about it. But then when I'd hear from the players, you guys were all like, actually, we really like it. So. Yeah, I mean, the way I've, we've all played on really amazing softball fields and we've all played on softball fields that we never want to play on again. Um, And so I think, just knowing what you can expect and like turfs are going to have different bounces and stuff, but you're never going to encounter a bad turf field. So I think just the consistency and it plays consistently. And so you're not going to get a bad hop that loses you a game. So I love that aspect and, um, just you save on laundry too. <laughs> hey, I didn't think of it that way, but you're right. <laughs> As someone who slides a lot, I don't miss dirt all the time. But I love a good solid dirt field. You just don't always know what you're going to expect. A hundred percent. Also, maybe you don't get as like cut up on the dives and like things like that in the dirt. Yes. It's all yes. a good point. Yes. Raspberries, no more. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Also, like I love to so many, obviously, Olympians in AU and you guys already competed on the altar field, like in Chicago, anyone who competed there with the MPF too, like wasn't new to you guys, yeah. which was cool. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Definitely. All right. So, I mean, I guess I'm not surprised. A couple of safes, like this is like Vic Hayward we're talking about in terms of your offense. Got a nickel and dime. I'm just safe, safe, safe. That's the game. All right. Well, tell me about this last one. I might ask you this before too, but let me see. So much has changed since then. Bat flips, safer out. I'm going to say out. I knew it. Cause last time I think you told me if I remember it, you're like, I would rather bat flip a bunt than a home run. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm going to say out. Um, maybe not out for like the small little ones, but for the big ones, it's just not how I play the game, but I feel free for other people to do it. I don't love when people do it against my team. So that means we also gave up a home run, which right. is probably the thing I don't like more, but I'm going to say out. Yeah. Completely fair. Completely fair. Okay. So two safes. That was obviously like hitting Vic. The last one was obviously like outfield Vic, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's all about balance. (laughs) Jen Salling, Olympic bronze medalist with Softball Canada, NCAA national champion at UW. You played softball long enough, you know, safe and out. You got it. Okay. So first one is like full baseball caps, like instead of visors, for example, safer out. Out. Not a fan. I am a fan, but to make that like a a rule for everyone, I'm not a fan because I feel like not everyone would be comfortable with that. I'm all for like just individuality. Yeah. If you want to wear a visor, wear a visor. If you want to wear a hat, wear a hat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like, did you, you wear a baseball cap sometimes, right? I did you- actually. Early on in my softball career or softball Canada career, I wore a hat when I had like really long hair. Um, and then I'm sure you saw these too. What year did you graduate? Uh, 2012. 20. Oh, so yeah, we're in and around the same age. Yeah. Wait, from Stanford, right? 2012. Yeah. 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 I was 2011. Um, but so in travel ball, and this could maybe just be a Canadian thing, actually. Did you have like visors slash hats? 
We didn't. We just had visors, but I feel like I remember seeing these a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I went through a weird phase of wearing those and travel ball. <laughs> um, and then I went, that was the first phase. And then I did a hat phase. I think I had maybe a little bit of visor phase and then slowly faded out. But the hat situation is funny because since like my hair's been cut, like super, super short, I just have been honestly like self-conscious of wearing a hat because I'm a female and I, I don't want to look like a boy. Um, so, and I want to show off the do. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, to make a long story short, Coach Smith for the last, like, however long, um, because of the weather and how hot it was, he was just on me about wearing a hat. Like he was just, every time I ran out the field, Jay Sal, put a hat on. Jay Sal, put a hat on. Jay Sal, put a hat on. And I was just like, sometimes I would like trying to like sneak and get out there, but he'd always catch me. <laughs> and all for the right reasons, just because the heat and stuff like that. But um, I really didn't want to wear a hat. So for up to me, I want nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I th didn't in college, I feel like I remember, did you have a sparkly headband, like a purple one? Did I make that up? Okay. Yeah. 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 No, no. Visor. Yeah, you didn't really wear a visor in college. Yeah. Little glimpses here and there, but yeah. For the most part, it's been like nothing for the last like handfuls of years. Yeah. Well, you're right about it. It's a, definitely a personal preference, but yeah. I think I agree with you though. Like to, to have everyone wear baseball caps would be kind of aggressive. So makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Okay. So that was the first one. Second one is some Olympic sports awarding two bronze medals, safer out. Out. Right? Wrestling does it. And I was like, how, you know? What is, what's the reasoning? I, I tried looking it up. I think it's like the way that their bracket works. It's like, if you lose to somebody, then they carry you through the rest of the bracket. And it's like really complicated, but just seeing four people on the podium, I was like, this doesn't feel very mm -hmm. Olympic-like, you know? We did that in 2007 in Rio. We shared a silver medal with Venezuela. Felt very weird, but in that it was and uncontrollable it was like due to weather and stuff so okay. i think if there's like things that are out of your control that are forcing people to like have a tie and share a medal i understand but of course is not ideal by any means yeah that's totally fair yeah i agree with you yeah i wanted to know if i was crazy like i'm like is this normal no you're not crazy <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> All right. And last one is bat flips safer out. Out. Okay. I, I just can't. I've never seen, I don't remember ever seeing you or really like you dub people or yeah. I don't remember seeing any of you guys do that. When I hear people talk about it and like argue it, I understand. But if I just think about like my, my roots and my values and like how I would like to roll, I, I don't like it, but I understand how people would want to do it. Yeah. You know, um, I just, I, I, I'm not really comfortable doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause at the end of the day, like the way I think about it too, it's like, I think about like somebody like Danielle, right? Like if somebody were to like bat flip against her or like she saw that, like if she witnessed that, like most likely she'd probably go and hit the next person. Like I hate to say it, but like that's, that's what I would want my pitcher to do. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, if that's how you want to play, then fine. I'll just like, you can wear one in the numbers. Like, I guess that's how I would probably respond. And that's <laughs> how I'd want my pitcher to respond, I guess. And that's why I don't know if Danielle would actually do that, but I would put a lot of money on the fact that she would do that. And that's one of the reasons why I love her to death. <laughs> so I asked her this as well. 
And oh, she, you did? Yes. And she 100% said, she was like, well, expect one in the ribs. The next oh. time up. If not you, then your, your teammate, someone's getting it in the ribs. And I was like, I told you, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. 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 I could see her saying that. Yeah. But um, I get it. I, I agree with you, actually. That's like kind of, it's not really my style. Wasn't a huge home run hitter necessarily anyway. So it's not like I had a million opportunities to do it, mm-hmm. but I'm with you. It's not, not really my thing, but I also agree with you that it's like, well, if other people feel like they want to, then sure. But it's doesn't, not everyone has to roll that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, all fair. So I think all outs. So you're like, yeah, I'm defensive okay. Jen today. Like, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, those are good questions. I like those. I like those. Yeah, it's fun. I just like to get some of the hot takes, you know? Yeah, I just have always kind of had a hard time with the bat flip thing, man. I even tried to like kind of get into it a little bit and like really support it, but I just, I don't love the way it looks. Yeah. You know, I, I don't love the way it looks. But then again, it's like maybe maybe our game is ready for a little something different. You know, maybe we're ready for a little spice. But I just maybe a little one, but like some of the ones that I've seen, like not like I can understand just like a little boom, but like not like huge. Yeah. Like when I saw <laughs> like like a tomahawk into the ground one time I was like okay <laughs> <That's> yeah <cool. laughs> yeah yeah I would support like a little one probably yeah I get that because it's like okay they in a big moment they earn it you know so maybe like a little yeah. one but yeah I don't know if we need to like chuck our bats like also like let's respect our bats you know like <laughs> for sure yeah yeah Safe route is so fun. I just, I love to get candid, just get some hot takes, get to know our guests better, not just with softball, but in general, it's a good time. And I'm going to call it right now. I think I'm allowed to do this. Season two of Believe in Softball is definitely safe. (laughs) Season one was safe last year too. It was our first go at this. And this time around, you know what? It's been really cool to expand on that and just try new things and continue to talk with more amazing people. I'm incredibly grateful and excited for what's to come. So with that, let's transition to the foul tip of the week. This week's foul tip is about grace and growth. As we head into the off season for the show, I can't help but look back and reflect because you know, you do this with any off season, right? These last 18 months or so since the pandemic hit have been really, really hard for everyone. And it also happens to be about the time we started this podcast, right? And I cannot tell you how grateful I've been to have the show and this community during this time. I hope you are too. And I don't know about you, but I I have definitely been guilty of not giving myself enough grace during this time. The world has completely shifted, yet my expectations of myself and my life didn't shift at all. In some ways, they only grew bigger because it's just how I'm wired. I'm always trying to grow. But what I've learned from this situation is what actually sets you up to grow is giving yourself grace. I think the first part of this is that giving grace is not about making excuses for yourself. It's just about being compassionate with yourself and with others. There's a huge difference. That's first, because it took me a while to fully understand that as well, because the athlete mentality is no excuses. So you have to reframe this a little bit. But to me, grace also means having a certain amount of self-awareness. It's about understanding and accepting where you are right now and how you got there so that you can make a plan and start making progress to get better and actually get where you want to go. If you're not honest with yourself about this, it makes it really difficult to make any progress at all. And that's the irony, right? It's the way you get to where you think you should be is to let go of that should and first take a step back into what is. Let go of the arbitrary expectations and go to work on the real stuff. Refocus on the right thing. Once this clicked for me, which was very recently, (laughs) I actually have become more productive, feeling better, 
I'm starting to break out of that stagnant place that we all hate to be in. It reminded me a lot, actually, of when things clicked for me as a hitter in college. I let go of the stuff that doesn't serve me. And that's the key. It's easy to feel that the only options are to either accomplish every goal and be a success, or if you don't, you're a failure. But there's always a third way. I heard that concept on Glennon Doyle's podcast recently, if anyone's a fan of hers. There's always a third way. Life's not black and white. It's all shades of gray. And that's okay if we let it be okay. And that's something I'm going to remember this offseason. So that's it. Let grace lead to growth. That's the foul tip of the week. You've been listening to Believe in Softball presented by Bet Online. The show is available anywhere you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, wherever else you listen, including Believe.com. And you can watch the videos on YouTube. We really, really got you covered, I have to say. And now's a great time to take a second and rate the show. Write a review, too. I would really love and value your feedback as we cook up season three. And if you haven't subscribed to the show yet, what's wrong with you? A. B. Do it so you'll be ready to go once we're back. And catch up on any episodes that you might have missed in the meantime. It is worth it, I promise. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Believe in Softball. Again, B-L-E-A-V. Even though the show is taking time off, I'm around. So you can always reach out to me on Twitter at JennaBacera01 and Instagram at JennaBacera as well. Thank you so, so much for listening this entire season. And as always, catch you soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.